Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trish and Susie. We're here to infect you with the truth and hope it spreads like a virus. Yes. Hello, Susie. Hello. <laughs> um, so let me just get all situated here. When you were talking, I lost like all train of thought <laughs> and we were laughing because we were like, we're just going to fly by the seat well, of our pants. I think our today. brains are a little stretched from <laughs> reading book. the book. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess it could be confession time. Uh, the book is, I, I said, my analogy was every page of the book is like eating prime rib. Love, I love it. I love prime rib. It's just heavy, rich <laughs> filling. So every, um, chapter two is 30 pages long, if I, if I was correct. And so can you imagine 30 pages of prime, prime rib? rib. <laughs> that would do to somebody, yeah. Um, so truthfully, well, I didn't know you also were the same. I have not been looking for material for our show as much. I just like stumble across a few things and then I send it to our super spreader show. Mm-hmm. And then um, that way I can remember, oh, this is something I want to talk about. So we don't have a whole lot that um, like topics or whatever, but we are going to end it on a really funny note. Our really good friend, Karami sent us a Babylon Bee Christmas song. And so we are going to end the show with that because it is amazing. I love, like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm creative or at all, but I would love to work. I would too. I I couldn't come laughing all day. (laughs) Yeah. I like, cause you have to laugh at stuff. Can't be the receptionist or something like I, I don't want to make content cause I don't think I can, but like, I just want to work there. Um, so we're just, there was a couple of things that we didn't cover on the last episode because we ran out of time. So we kind of want to talk about um, this. Um, I don't know if anyone else has heard about freaking New York. I, I don't even know what to say. Um, they are wanting, I am, I'm typing in um, the person that posted, Sarcastic Liberty. <sighs> has posted that New York is wanting to impose a $28 a day fee to drive in New York. Did you hear about this? From you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted, I think it's Kathy Huckle or whatever, but ooh, I'm going to press on a video, but I just don't know. I don't know if this is it. I'm so mad because I wrote who posted it, but now I don't know where it's at. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm so mad at myself right now. Um, Which one are you trying to find? The Kathy Hochul one. Oh, yeah. Is it in our saved? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Begins. New York City will be the first city in America to charge Americans just to go to work in the morning. The very first state in the nation, the very first city in America 
to have a congestion pricing plan. Americans will have to pay around $23 per day. Passenger vehicles would be charged $15 to enter the congestion zone, trucks between $24 and $36 depending on size, and motorcycles $7.50. Those tolls would be charged once per day and would be in effect between 5 a.m. and 9 p.m. on weekdays and 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on weekends. Fees. The proposal aims to reduce traffic congestion, but so it begins. Is that crazy? New York City congestion tax. <laughs> Does she? So they have a very broad, expansive public transportation system in New York City, right? And I have been there, like I mm -hmm. discussed, enough times to say this with 100% confidence that no one's driving into New York City because they want to. Mm. <laughs> there is a million way other ways to get in there so that you don't have to sit in congestion. So the people that are driving into the city are people that have to. That sucks. So like, it's just to me another, like, read between the lines that we completely mismanage your money already. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, so we need to make more of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're not... And it just, I mean, the people that are driving into the city that have jobs have need money. Like they're not doing that for fun or because, you know, so yeah, why I, well, they're not going to be able to like that. That's ruining their life. Yep. But who cares? Because it's not ruining hers, you know, and she can, she, so she can bill it as like, it's a environmental move or whatever. She's, you know, saving the congestion. It's like people are well aware of the congestion and, you know, it's part of their job already. They have to do it. So, like, don't you're going to punish them for that? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, it just seems so, so ridiculous. It's such a slap in the face to like the everyday working American that has to go into the city or has to go in for s something. You or, won't be able to. Or maybe once in a while wants to go in mm -hmm. um, to go to see a show or something. I don't know. But like, people are taxed enough. We were just talking about that. Yep. We were just talking about in California, when you break down our tax structure, I mean, we're taxed about 50, almost 50% of what we bring in. And that's who I, was it? Someone I was listening to recently was talking about the income tax, mm. you know, and how anyone who wants to win, like with a majority in the next presidential election, if you just, if you just uh, talk about income tax and lowering it to like a flat rate, 10% or whatever, <laughs> everyone would vote for you. Because <laughs> I mean, people... At the end of the day, can say all they want about what other whatever ideologies they believe in, but if they can't, if they're struggling to put food on the table yeah. and gas in their car, that's really all they care about. I mean, if they're yeah. being honest with themselves. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> do you remember when Trump would say that um, the low gas prices? Because he used to say it a lot. Like, um, I mean, gosh, I. I remember it was like $2 here in California. It was so inexpensive for a while. And he used to say the low, the low uh, gas prices is, is a tax break in itself. And I didn't understand that until we've been playing paying such a large amount for so long, you know, it's like usually just the summer months and you have to kind of just like yeah. bite the bullet a bit. Um, Oh, now I can see where we were saving money <laughs> monthly, weekly on the lower, you know, I totally get it now. So, 
there i don't know okay we'll move on i really wanted to talk about last week this whole term called dinks yeah um i i kind of don't want to go too far into it except for just like wanting to i don't know maybe somebody doesn't know about it on here so it just exploded recently, I feel like, because of probably TikTok. But there's couples that are making videos and they're calling themselves dinks, which is dual income, no kids. And so they make like really. I was like, I was super annoyed in the beginning and then it just turned into actual sadness. Like, yeah. I don't know if I felt annoyed. I didn't, maybe I just didn't know why, or maybe like you do have some, it, it was immediate, like that little bit of jealousy, like yeah, they, like how much money do we spend on our kids? Honestly. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe it was not jealousy, but you're just like, dang. But then the more I watched the videos and then you really sit and think about your kids, like that's it made me really sad for them, like, and happy for me. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, it's a big lie. I mean, and this is no shame for anyone that, like, can't have kids or, you know, whatever. But it's like, God gave us kids for a reason. And there is a whole purpose in the generational thing. And, you know, um, one generation taking care of the other one, the joy kids bring, you know, it's just the whole family unit. So it just, I just wanted to throw it out there that there's this whole movement called Dinks, which is another depopulation, mm-hmm. you That's know, really what trend. It is. And you know, it's only one race of people doing it too. <laughs> Can you imagine Latin, like, like Mexicans? <laughs> We're dinks, you know, like they have babies that how young? I mean, oh, dude. They're, they're not slowing down anymore. It's all the, it's the Mexicans, the Filipinos yeah. got the big old oh, families. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. um, I, I thought Mexicans were the ones that, you know, I'm half Mexican, you oh, know, I'm with, half Filipino. That's why I can joke about this. With, we can joke about this stuff with like the major kids and stuff. Um, because I feel like my dad's generation slow down a lot like with the numbers and then I married a Filipino and I was like (laughs) how many siblings do you have like what it's just me and my brother like that's all it is on my side yeah and then my hubby there's six total and two babies died so there Mm -hmm. was really eight and Mm -hmm. you're just like whoa Filipino yeah (laughs) I didn't know about them but you know it's it's a blast. I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think it's, it's just the way it's being um, put out there because mm-hmm. it's not a knock on people who mm-hmm. choose not to have kids. Yeah. I know people like that and it is what, you know, to each their own in that sense. Like, but like, it's like you're putting it out there as if it's better. How did I say that? I don't even know how to do yeah. it. Like, it's like, it's just, it's such a selfish mm way to put yourself out there because it's you're telling people that you value stuff more than human life and it's they're all these young people so like that's how all people I mean not all but I mean that's how a lot of young people feel when there's we were at that point when uh, for a little while um, when we're both working and yeah you can go on trips and you can go out to dinner and because you don't have um 
to find a babysitter or yeah. paying for something, you know, just different things. And so, but like, it'd be one thing if there, if there were like a Carrie Bradshaw, did you, well, if you watch Sex in the City, like as someone who's 50 years old or 40 years old yeah. calling themselves a dink and how great their life is. Yeah. You know, but these are like 20 year old I people, know. right? You know, yeah. they're just starting out and they're being like this. And you're like, this is going to be great when like 90% of you are going to have kids when you realize that stuff is not going to satisfy your life. Yeah. At some point you're going to be like, I need something else. And that's when you're like, oh, you know, like everyone goes through the journey at their own pace. And I'm not saying everyone's going to say no. that they need, gonna are going to yeah. start having kids, but like how many of these people are going to be like, I really apologize for what I said, you know, because you don't know that about your life when you're 22 no. years old, you know, and it's like the, the stuff they spend their money on. I mean, some of the videos I've seen, like we can go to the Costco and buy all the snacks we want. Like, and, and it's like this <laughs> overweight guy. You're just like, maybe you should lay off the snacks. Like, I, saw that. I don't know the people that are doing them. It's just the, I, it's like, is this the Babylon B? Like, yeah, and dinks, that's how I felt. It sounds yeah. like dorks, like, like kinks. I don't know. Just words that are like oh my stupid gosh. words. So you, it's just a, such a stupid title. Like I'm a dink. Like you walk, you would walk in the room and people are like, you know, what, what do you do? You're, and you're like, well, I'm a dink. <laughs> like you would say that? No. Like, yeah, that's retarded. I just feel like no. it's such a, I hope it is like a fad that just dies as yeah. fast as it came because it's dumb. Like you just think about it for a little bit and it's just such a stupid thing. Like, <laughs> and it, it takes away from people who either can't have kids or choose not to, but they, and they're investing in other people's yeah you know, other relationships they have or doing things. Like yeah. if these people were like, we're dinks, we get to go volunteer at this, you know, <laughs> we're dinks. We get to travel and, you know, help out this situation or give money to this situation. But that's not what they're doing. They're saying it's just a, we get to travel yeah, whenever we want. Selfish. It's just, it, yeah, it's just this whole mentality of everything's about you and what you want to do and whatever makes you happy and then they're going to realize in a short amount of time yeah, that that are. will never satis be satisfied. And they're, it's, they're either going to like just get drive themselves into debt or yeah. be in depression or divorce. I mean, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But I just, you know, for people to be that full of themselves <laughs> and put something out there that, you know, the internet, the internet's forever. Oh, so Lord. They're never going to be able to let it live it down when they change their mind. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and become, what, is, what would the opposite be? Dilks? Dual <laughs> income with kids? Dwinks? Dwinks? Do I don't know. Dwinks? Let's see. Dwinks. I can't. I I literally have to like write it out. Dwix. It's too close to dicks. That's all I know. Dwix. <laughs> oh, okay. Moving on. Have you heard about the new Netflix movie that the Obamas have Produces executive produce. Oh, executive that's what their producers. credit says. That's yeah. Okay. Have you heard about this? I recently did. Yeah. Leave the world behind. And it is about a cyber attack that we have been hearing about. So you and I both know that when they have these summits and they talk about quotation marks, predictions of what could happen, like a major pandemic <laughs> In 2019, they had this meeting, and then what happens? Major pandemic, and they close the freaking world down. Um, so the newest thing 
Klaus Schwab has come out and they've been talking about this cyber, uh, cyber attack, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, and this is, I'm just talking about in 2019, they've had several, like, I'm trying really hard not to talk about the book. I know, right? It's I'm really like, hard. Go to the book. I know. So they've been having these meetings and, and lo and behold, whatever they had a meeting about, it comes to fruition. Is that the right word? So yeah. everything. I'm just talking about COVID-19 right now because that was the newest one that we're, I feel like we're still in. Ah, oh, it's driving me crazy. There's so many people in masks. Have you seen? Oh, Yeah. Dropping my kid off in the elementary school, there's kids with masks now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, uh, let me get back on track. So, um, the newest thing is cyber attack and the screenwriter, who is the person that, uh, went to the Obama yeah, that asked the writer, I think the writer of this the script went for Obama's opinion and like input. That was the word I'm looking for. And so when they got done with their meeting, the the writer of the story said that he's he became scared poopless because of what Obama told him. And I don't know. I mean, presidents know things. So yeah. I, I don't know. Um, the best thing about this movie is the at the end... <laughs> the black a uh, black family because everyone's about to die the world's ending and this black girl i can't remember yeah. what sex they were but was holding like their little sibling and she was like don't trust anyone like if she dies or whatever and she's like especially white people and <laughs> i was insane, like yeah. oh my god yeah they just say it now there's no there's no uh holding back at this point like and Obama's half white. Like, can you supposedly. imagine? If, can you just imagine if a white person on that movie said that about black people? Can you just imagine? Like, I don't like, and it's so sad because it's like, so you can dish it, but you can't take yeah. it. It's annoying. Yeah. Like, so you can talk all you want about white people, but the moment somebody talks about black people, you storm the streets. That's my whole thing with like progressives. Yeah. Because a lot of this, you know, um, what is it called? Like uh, fight rising up against the establishment and yeah. the patriarchy and all the stuff, right? That progressives um, claim to do. And yet your whole moto MO, mm-hmm. moto operandi or whatever, is basically just reverse racism. Like, but then they will say there's no such thing. Yep. But like, what is it? Di- there's no difference. It's, it's what you say and how you act and what you believe about that. So like in my, in my opinion, I just feel like these, these types of groups that, you know, are, were once part of an oppressed group. I will not argue that. Yeah. But if their whole goal is to fight racism with racism, they're just never going to get what they want. Because you, that's not how you get a better world and a better society yep. by treating people how you don't want to be treated. It's a full <laughs> reversal of the golden rule. So they're just, I mean, have fun with that because it's just going to be more divisive and more, that's not how people change. They don't get, they don't change for the better by being treated like crap. That's not how that works. So have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want to watch it just to see 
what it's like. Do you have Netflix? I don't have Netflix. No, I, I don't have I Netflix I gave either. up my Netflix subscription after the cuties thing. And I never went back. And I don't need it because I have Flickster. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch anything that I want to watch that Netflix has on oh. Flickster. Is it on Flickster then? I'm sure it is. Oh. I have to look. Okay. If it's not right now, it will be eventually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Our last story. It's it's a wild one, and it comes out of Southern California, in the town of South Almani. So it's not. Um, so, little backstory. I, truth be told, I don't know what it looks like now. So my dad grew up in South Almani, and so my his mom, my grandma. You know, while they worked a lot of times, she watched me. So I kind of grew up in South Almani too. Literally. <laughs> On it, it's so funny. Like, because when you're born and raised into it, it's not scary. But um, yeah. On um EMF territory and um gang territory. <laughs> EMF is El Monte oh my El Monte. Flores. <laughs> so that's the gang that um that's on basically their street. And so it's not like a rich neighborhood or town. I, I mean, could there be a rich area of South Omani? I guess, but like I said, it's been twenty years, so who knows what it looks like now. But I just wanted to put that out there because it's like low income, you know not so nice area and there is a preschool it's a preschool right or daycare it's like a I daycare think it's preschool a, preschool yeah. it's both probably and it's a government um it is as far as we can tell from what Susie i looked, it, looked up. it up i mean they talk about it on the government government websites and stuff and the way they you know it's low income they always they have like programs and financial assistance type stuff you can donate they're 501c3 yep um i don't know it's so there's this preschool in South Almonte, California, and a mom went early to pick up unannounced their kid and found a sticker on the child's skin. And so they found out that the preschool is putting these sleepy patches on every kid <laughs> without the parents knowing. And... I find it hilarious. Like no one, like they were saying that there's like, there is some side effects on some of the kids have. I'm not laughing at that, but I'm laughing because these parents are so upset about it. And that's not why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because do they not know like what the public schools are doing to our kids? Like, it's, <laughs> no, right? you know, you, they're having now um, Planned Parenthood on campuses. Girls are getting actual implants on school time off campus sometimes. So if they don't have a Planned Parenthood on campus, they take them off campus. And it, it's just mind blowing. So. Well, this, not, it's not mind blowing when you start reading the book we're reading. That's for sure. It's just <laughs> how, you know, it's, it's always been intended to be exactly well <laughs> but if you're not aware then yeah it's mind-blowing so i'm gonna just play this clip and it's it's an, like the news is covering it and stuff so let's and then it's some of the kit the parents are interviewed 
being drugged with sleepy time patches without their consent, and they say they were disguised as stickers. Did the teacher give you any stickers, any patches? Yeah. And where would she put them? Right here. Right here. Ins inside? Yes. Show me where the teacher put the sticker on you. Um, wide my salt. They're not just plain old stickers. Parents are accusing a teacher at Options for Learning Head Start in South El Monte of placing Zen Patches mood calming stickers on their children without permission. So we were surprised um, and really upset. Because um, you don't you you bring your kids and you expect it to be good, you know. They were being put on every single child on this classroom. The parents alleged the teacher would take the patches off the students right before it was time to go home, but got caught the day this parent showed up unannounced. We came early for my little one and we caught it. She says her little boy had a mood calming sticker on his back. When she started asking questions, she discovered other students were also given similar patches. And we've seen a lot of behavioral issues, sleeping patterns, eating patterns different. So we've seen that the children ha are having like withdrawal uh, effects. I don't even know what the teacher was thinking when she did that. Maybe it was easier for them to control all the kids, to have them fall asleep faster. I mean, as a physician, I would emphasize the fact that applying any substance, like an essential oil, to children without thorough understanding of their health history and parental consent is not advisable. Dr. Daniel Turner Yoveras is shocked. An educator would put medicated stickers on children without parental consent, even if the patches only have calming essential oils. Essential oils can cause allergic reactions. Oh yeah. Uh, for anyone with skin sensitivities. <laughs> I've had it. And their effects are not uniformly regulated or standardized by anyone. So there is a risk with that in itself. The school issued a statement that says in part, the employee is no longer with options for learning. Our investigation is ongoing and an incident report has been submitted to licensing, which will conduct its own investigation. We are reinforcing child safety with all our teachers and classroom staff. Firing her is not good enough at all. Oh, I want justice, you know, she should be in jail. Parents believe that other teachers were also involved in this incident and they have pulled their kids out of school. Meanwhile, the school itself is saying that it was only one teacher and that person is no longer there. There's, there's so much. Essential like, oil salespeople are like <laughs> all up in arms about this. What? That's going to ruin our business. Um, do you mind me asking? Like... What was your allergic reaction? I had reaction? like, like I couldn't, what, what, what was it? Did it was you? Just, so, um, I think I got, was it car sick? I feel bad because. Oh no. My, no. Cause I mean, Someone it, but like, honestly, there was nothing else, right? It, it was that, that I got reaction. I got a, like, I, I can't even, it, it's like, I couldn't, um, couldn't even like breathe kind of like I, you know, it, it, it was like a crazy reaction to it oh or my like gosh. my eye it was either that or my eyes and everything swelled up a lot what was um, it i want to know what oil it was either probably like a eucalyptus or um peppermint maybe oh well and i um i had a client that 
she was asking me what she could, what oil she could put, um, because her son was having like breakouts. So I used that rosehip oil. Oh yeah. And then she used some sort of like 100%. I don't know if it was what oil it was. Tea, tea tree? tree or something. And she said her kid got sick from it. Like it was like pure, you know, essential. Shoot. I didn't know this. Ingredient. So like some people can react. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I kind of. I'm not making light of this at all, but I kinda, like I kind of want to buy those patches for me. <laughs> right, tell you sleep. Yeah. No, like mood calming, like to calm my butt down. Mm, yeah. There's just like a good four days out of the month. Lavender every month, be good. I just need to slap that on me to calm the heck down. I just get so mad. <laughs> I just get so angry. And I'm like, well, I mean, gosh, if these little tea cares were having a patch, like maybe I could have a patch. Like I'm really interested in these and I'm not making light of it, but I just think these parents are so clueless. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other things going on <laughs> too that you're going to be mad about that. You got to be mad about everything else because I don't know what, why they'd be surprised. I mean, kids are just kind of a free reign thing, I feel like, at this point, when they're not in their own, yeah. in the care of their own families. I don't know. It just seems like and this is everyone like, else knows better, and they're the professionals, and they have this, the studies, in quotation marks, and all the, you know, the science. Maybe. They follow, and this is what's best. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. So, I don't know, but it's definitely a government-run. I mean, I wonder, yeah, and I wonder who... Whose idea that was to do that? I don't know, know but and have like, you ever been around like 25? I mean, I don't. Three to four year olds? I could never. Like, I will be the first to admit, I can never be a teacher. I, I can never be a Sunday school teacher or any sort of. I get overwhelmed. Kids overwhelm me, like a bunch yeah, of them. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I can handle my own, but like, even when I have, even on field trips, I'm like, I don't think I can so do It's so loud. Six kids. Like, I'm, like, I'm just not that type, personality type. Mm -hmm. I am not. It's not my um, gift and I'm not trying for it to be, Yeah, but I agree. I, I have a lot of respect for people that who, so whose gift it is. But then there's some people that I think are me that work in these situations yes. and you're like, you should not be doing this. Exactly. If you have to put essential oils on children to calm them down. I don't I think agree. you should be doing this. I don't oh know. my gosh. I don't know. So my kids, I was a stay at home mom, but to have the preschool experience, Cerritos has a very old parent co-op preschool and so it's called tot lot and so i entered christian in before he was three but it's basically it's parent run like so you have every group so they're they're by color groups like red green orange purple blue there's 12 kids in each group that's big it's a big preschool and so you have two parents per group and then you have a main teacher that like, that's the paid teacher. Mm -hmm. Not very much. It's, and it's three hours a day. You have to work the program at least one day a week. So I was there all the time. You become friends with the parents. I was on the board for many years. Um, I spent seven years of my life at this preschool. So let me tell you on my work days, I would come home and die. I would just nap. It was like, so traumatizing 
I no, it was, yeah. I could I not. Imagine. It was like the worst. That's why. But it was like a hundred and seventy five dollars every three months, and like I got a little break three four days out of the week, three hours a day. You know what I mean? Like, and then you know all the parents that are in there and stuff. And could something happen? Of course, like anything could happen. But it's not like a you know. It was a little different than like a six hour six to seven hour day government run run daycare type of thing so i'm just saying <laughs> i did it for seven years and i hated my work day Ugh, so i always like try to pick mondays because you have a lot of mondays off yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good that's or, a good point because <laughs> they were like um there's an mod which is a member of the day he's typically mom but actually a lot of dads were working and so because each color group had a parent right that ran that group but then there was a parent in charge of all the parents so i always try to be the mod because i didn't have to be with the kids <laughs> i'm so bad so i just laugh because i'm just thinking you know oh my god how bad are it? like i couldn't yeah so it's it's a person like me that was trying to be a full-time daycare person. Like, with how many kids? That's insane. I just I, watched one. Yeah. And I was, like, tired oh, every yeah. day. <laughs> but it's still fun. It was just one, you know? But, yeah, yeah. I would probably think about it. And I don't know what my honest, honest decision would be. But, like, gun to my head. And I have to sit. Choose, if I had to pull my kids out of school and, like, either homeschool them or move somewhere where they could go. I... My initial gut reaction to it is move. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I have no desire to do any of that. Yeah. I mean, I can like, I can help with homework and like, Oh, I can't like, even. A whole day, I could not. Or even like the idea of a co-op I is just not attractive to me. Oh. But I mean, I'm not, it's, I am jealous of people that enjoy that. I, I would know. Rather, I wish Same. I could. I just don't, I don't I'm overwhelmed. The school day is like two hours a day. Nick has been saying like maybe I just have yeah me. maybe I just have a preconceived like idea of what it is and it's maybe totally different. I would enjoy it, but just like the way I would think about having to teach my kids all day stuff. Yeah, if it's that like in that sense, I'd be like, no, we're moving. <laughs> I'm just gonna move. But then you know, if I'd really weigh, oh I don't know if I. I just, I, this whole, I, I mean, no one got hurt. There was some side effects and stuff like that. And no, no one should ever put anything on your kid. Like when I watched Winnie, um, Grace gave me lotions and stuff like that. Even wash in case I needed to wash, bathe her or whatever. Never would I put like my own products on her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. even like, I don't know. There are other people's easier. kids. Yeah. I just do whatever what they want i don't know i mean it's common sense but at the same time it's like i i don't know where the disconnect is where it's like i feel like teachers are just they're they're really being brainwashed not every teacher but like they're their kids you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying how they're trying to take us yeah. out of the picture like yeah. they're everyone's kids like the heck you never never like that i'm always like that's not my kid that's what i say like you don't you don't do things like that to other people's kids. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else before we end the show on this amazing, <laughs> amazing song? 
Um, I mean, it's just, you know, no, I, I think that, um, I'm just so wrapped up in the book that <laughs> you're ready I to think we touched record? on things. I, I learned about, I'm sure I'll think of something right after we're done, but right now you're ready to I'm move ready on to, get, to our book to talk club? about the book. Okay. <laughs> no offense to people who aren't in the book club. I know but everyone's invited. You can be in the book club. Yeah. yeah. Sort of the book. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here, uh, Karami, thank you so much for this, um, parody because I love the Christmas song. Mary, did you know? Like it almost makes me cry every time I hear it. I don't know if it's like, because when you have a son, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like the heartache she had to go through, like, I can't, I can't put, like, I try to put my, sh- my feet in her shoes and I'm just like, I cry and I'm just like a mess. So I really appreciate Babylon B. <laughs> so here you go. Enjoy. Biden, did you know that your baby boy made shady deals in Ukraine? Biden, did you know that your baby boy loves Parmesan and cocaine? Did you know that you shouldn't touch these women like Sniff that little girl's hair. It's borderline me too. The wall will cease, the debt increase, and the dead will vote again. The crime will leave on, the dumb will speak, but we say come on now. <laughs> You know, someone made the point. I wish I could give credit to who I hear, listen to. I just get everyone mixed up, you know, after a while. But someone did recently say, like, if it wasn't for Hunter Biden, I don't know if we would know about the Biden family. (laughs) We wouldn't. I mean, he's really the reason that we know so much stuff. Because I feel like usually they can are able to just kind of do things hush hush. But Mm -hmm. you have a looted, unhinged person like that who can't help themselves. Yeah. Then that's how. I mean, I just. It fascinates. I'm wondering, I would just to be a fly on the wall in those family conversations and, and especially everything going on now. And I really do, in my opinion, feel like he's, oh, this whole situation, like they're getting ready to, um, I think actually, what is it called? I mean, it's also formal and like, I don't know that it even means anything, but I did hear this morning, I think that they are getting ready to bring um, charges to Sorry, peachy, you know, the impeachment process. Yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting anything to come yeah, of it. Same. But um, just the fact that, like, I do think I, I am in that camp that thinks the Democrats want him out because he's not at the numbers and performance, you know, yeah. that they want him at for him to run again. And I just think, think this is all kind of um, a lot being allowed to come out. It, yeah. And even like the, the, the main, mainstream media is talking about it. So, you know, when they start talking about it, that it's definitely because they're allowed to, you yep. know, type of thing or being told to. Yep. It's mocking, Mockingbird Media. Exactly. So this was, we are, we are really getting into our book. Yeah. 
So we, we now are going to jump over to our, our second podcast of the day. So thanks for stopping by, guys. You've been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trish. And Susie, you can find us on our website, superspreadershow.com, on Spotify, Instagram, and sometimes Truth Social. <laughs> Bye. Bye.